The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In this episode, we're going to talk about real life ghost stories that have actually happened either directly to us or to people we know. (laughs) I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Is that how a ghost sounds? In the cartoons. <laughs> Why do they make them sound like that? Why is it ooh? Why are ghosts saying that? Where did that come from? Somebody tell us. <laughs> do they sound like that all over the world? Ghosts? I do not know. Maybe they sound different in, in different places. Maybe. Maybe. So (sighs) one really attractive thing, I think, about Halloween and talking about ghost stories like this is not even for the scary part. Some people really like being scared. I'm not one of those people. I'm not attracted to scary movies or things. But what does attract me is the acknowledgement that us human beings, especially in the scientific, rational, Western mindset, do not know what the heck is going on. Right. There's way too many realms, unexplained, mysterious unknowns that, that we really don't have rational explanations for right yeah and here are some of them all right do you want to start well okay so sienna sienna has a lot of ghost stories well i i wouldn't say they're stories they're just ghost moments okay you know it's not like oh then one day this happened and then this happened and then all of a sudden this happened it's like it's just a ghost moment and i think that you know, growing up, I was always pretty perceptive to this, the uh, some of the other realms. So I could feel things, I saw things. And so mm-hmm. and this really normal. And I think this kind of traits, just like all of us have a sense of smell, but some of right. us have a better sense of smell. Right. Right. I think you and those other people in your family line have this sensitivity to those yes. other realms. Yes. 
And like you said, everyone has it, I think. It's just how sensitive is it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to tell yours first? Well, I thought maybe you, because I only have really one. That's because I don't have that sensitivity to the degree you do, but and and the story that I have to tell is not your own, right? It's yeah. a story that happened to my dad that my I heard my dad tell. I think that's a neat story. I do think it's neat, yeah. especially because it has really strong Hawaii ties. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking maybe you can tell one, and then I can tell one, and then you can tell one to kind of break things up. Okay. okay. Well, mine are moments, so I can right. give like rattle off a few moments. Okay, rattle them and off. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so as a kid, I moved around a lot, and I believe I was about twelve when we were moving or looking for a different house. And the house we ended up moving into was a very old house from nineteen oh six, and I remember that maybe the spirits of that home did not want us there. Mm. And so after we moved in, the kitchen sink, the water would turn on by itself. Oh, my God. But not just turn on by itself, like, oh, it's dripping, or, oh, it's a loose faucet. It would turn on by itself at full blast. Oh, my God. So you'd be in another room, and you'd hear it. You know, you'd hear it go off blast. And then other things that happened in that house that became normal is um, the smell of candles burning or when you when you blow them out, you know, that that smoke. Yes, that's that that burned wax kind of smell. Right. Burned wax (gasps) smell. So you would always smell that. And right when you would smell that, that then immediately after you knew what was coming and it would be the scent of roses strong rose smell um did it happen in a particular room of the house not that one anywhere the kitchen the faucet was the kitchen just the kitchen faucet yeah not the bathroom not all that stuff um now when did this stuff start happening was it immediately immediately after yeah and it was just kind of normalized and and did your family reach out to the previous tenants no to no no it was just kind of oh there's a spirit here yes yes but but do you think there's several spirits here well do you think that response and that way of dealing with it was because your family has a history of probably hey this is normal like there are spirits and right yeah there's spirits there and then plus it's an older home right so you know, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> but also, I'll just... For your family. I'll just share oh two God. more things, two more moments that have to do with that house. Okay. Um, I have a I have another moment that is maybe a little bit more like a story, so I'll save that one for after your, okay. your story. Wait, I'm sorry. I have another question. Yes. So the kitchen faucet would just turn on all of a sudden at full blast. Mm-hmm. And so somebody in the house would have to go down to the kitchen and turn it off. Correct. It wouldn't turn off by itself. It would go on by itself. But it was alarming because that's a loud sound. Well, yeah, that's alarming. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. So that. um, But also in this house, I remember I was 
uh, I came home from school one day. I was talking with my friend on the phone, mm. a regular phone, right? Not my cell phone. <laughs> Didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, these were the days before um, cell phones. So I'm talking with her, talking with her, and then all of a sudden, I see, I'm looking at the hallway entrance, and the hallway leads to the bathroom and three other bedrooms, and I see fingers wrapped around the doorway of the entryway to that hallway. I see little fingers, and it's lower, you know. Like so as I'm though like, they belong oh. to a shorter person or yes, a child. Yes, or... yes. And I'm oh like, god. what is that? Oh my god! And then I'm just kind of st- I'm still talking with my friend, and I'm looking and looking, and then um, I'm like, oh my god, those are fingers. And then I'm oh my telling god. my friend what's happening, and then all of a sudden, I see a little person run across the hall, and I think. What that felt like to me mm-hmm. was a menehuni. Mm. That's what it felt like to me. Mm. So the little hounds. The little finger. Okay, wait. We have questions. Okay. <laughs> first, well, first of all, a sidebar note for people who may not know. Oh, yeah. Menehuni explain, explain. is a Hawaiian word. And it, it refers to uh, a type of being that is a, a little person, a little person, a little being. There in Hawaiian uh, folklore, there are stories about how the Menehuni, this population of little people, uh, would build structures like fish ponds or w- rock walls or things like that at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's the extent puzzling. of my knowledge of what the Menehune is. That's why it was but, puzzling to me why I saw it during the day. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's puzzling why you saw it at all. <laughs> but okay. So my okay. So my question, my question is, was there any sound associated with no, it? No. And, it and felt... even when it ran across your your view into the hallway, was yeah. there footstep sounds that you recall? No, I don't remember hmm. hearing foot, footstep sounds, but it felt um, mischievous feeling. Like kind of, they were just trying to like, not scare me, <laughs> but be kind of tricky, you know, yeah. like be like a little trickster hmm. versus like, I'm going to scare you. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because of that feeling, I didn't feel scared. You know, oh a, lot my of, God. a lot of times. Oh, geez. I mean, okay. When I saw the fingers, I felt a little scared because I'm like, well, that's fingers. good. Yeah. But when I saw it run, I was like, okay, it just felt like a trickster. And I just, I didn't feel scared. Jeez. And I think for me, because it was so normal to see things, mm. I built up a muscle of, is this a positive not like the little thing was a positive vibration, but is this trying to harm me or not? Yeah, got it. Do I need got my it. shields up or not? Got it. You know, is yeah. this just another being existing in another realm or not? Mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of my stance on it. Um, wow. And then the same hallway, there is, and you know the ba- the, ba- the bathroom there, yes. right, Toast? Yep. So the bathroom there. You walk down, when you enter the bathroom, you walk down 
kind of a longer than necessary hall. <laughs> and then after you walk down this little hall, then there's a furo on the left. Which is a Japanese tub, a furo. Yes. Yes, with sections. It's very organized. Um, and then to well, the right... Well, your was. That's a fancy one. Is it? Yeah. And then to the right is was the toilet and the sink and a mirror. Okay. But the way the mirror is placed in that bathroom, what it reflects is the wall behind the toilet. Right. Okay. Okay. It doesn't okay. reflect down the hallway. Okay. Of the so, bathroom so, entrance. Yes. So in other words, when you're standing in front of the sink, washing your hands, you look up into the mirror, mm-hmm. you're going to see, you're going to see your face mm-hmm. and you're going to see the wall that's like behind you, four feet behind you. Yes. Right. That, mm-hmm. Right. It's that's really it. tiny. Yeah. A four or five. So I remember whatever. that one day I was washing my face. I was doing that, washing my face. And when I looked up into the mirror, what I saw was the hall, was the entrance through the mirror. So I could see the entrance in the mirror. And not only that, but I saw a man standing in the doorway and he was wearing, he, he it was a hippie man and he was wearing a tie-dye shirt and he had longish hair and he was just standing. He didn't feel bad. Was he looking at he you didn't in feel the bad. mirror? Yeah, from the hallway. Oh my God. It just felt like he was there. <laughs> But the part that was scary to me is that I shouldn't be able to see the ha- the hallway, right? the entrance to the bathroom. That's what was scary to you. That part was scary to me. <laughs> Not the being. Not the hippie man that was also standing <laughs> in the hallway that shouldn't be there. Well, I was I mean, puzzled by not really, being able to see well, the, what, like, why am I able to so see the doorway? trippy. Okay, so you saw that. You're looking at that in the mirror. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like making this logical conclusion that I should not be seeing what I'm seeing right now yeah. in the mirror, then what happened? Then I turned around to look at the doorway, Okay. right? To see okay. if I could see it with my eyes that okay. way. Yes. And I couldn't. Then when I went there to There was look, no hippie man. No. Then when I looked back in the mirror, I could see just Then it was what everything was back see. to normal. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That's my childhood growing up. <laughs> And these are just select things. I mean, there's I so know, many like you, like have... you intro- introduced. Yeah. But why don't you share this story about your, your dad? Because I think that's a pretty neat story. Okay. So my dad, when he was a young man, took a drive. I, and I think it was with some of friends of his into the area of what is now Volcanoes National Park. And if you know about volcanoes in Hawaii, you know that the Hawaiian volcano goddess is Pele. Well, on this excursion into the volcano area, I think they were they were kind of doing the tourist thing, kind of looking at the sites, mm. you know, the the volcano. And there are hiking trails in there. So they uh, parked the car, got out of the car, started walking along a little trail. And I think it was just a casual thing because he was just wearing slippers. You know, it's not like hiking boots in a backpack or that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. It was a casual thing. But they're walking through the the volcano forest area and his slipper broke. Common problem in Hawaii. Broke the slipper. The rubber slipper. <laughs> 
the slipper broke, which is not a great situation to be in because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. volcano area, you know, the ground, it's it's very rocky and uh, it can cut your feet up. So he just shot out a quick prayer to Pele to just for help to, for new slippers or something. Well, around the next corner, there was a pair of brand new rubber slippers. I love that. Just on the path. I love that. And I think this was on the same trip. He also told a story about how when um, they got back to the car, the car wouldn't start. Mm. So he shot up a quick prayer to Pele. And then the car started. I love it. So that's it. I love that. That's great. That's like a miracle. Like a real miracle. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, see, and this is the part that's mysterious and interesting and all of that. Because mm-hmm. because that story happened to my dad or with my dad mm-hmm. before he became a Christian. Uh, so I, I'm a hundred percent sure that he would have been praying to Jesus. That, yeah, 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 exactly. Or at this point so in his neat. life, maybe he interprets that uh, story to be like, oh, the demon. Oh, right. You know, was trying the to demon get them brought right? the slippers or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, because, a demon brought the slippers. Well, because Wouldn't as far as I understand, the demon broke his slipper. And brought the slipper. Was fire okay? As far oh, as because I he was praying to the demon. Yeah, because Pele got is it, not really it, a it. goddess. It's a, it's a demon entity. Maybe according to your dad. Right. Exactly. You're according, not saying that. According to Christian, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a certain type of Christian mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, I like that. But it's just an example of another example of we. We don't know everything that's going on. See, now that story, we should have saved that for last for people to recover in case my stories Uh-oh. are a little scary, Uh-oh. right? Okay. But no, these but people can handle not... it. Our okay, listeners yeah, are true. badass. All right. And I'm not saying every moment of it. I'm just keeping it short. Okay. So here's another one from the house. So when I was 13 years old, I was sitting in the living room. This was nighttime. I had one lamp on and I was writing in my journal. I just like, I wrote all the time in journals when I was young. And all of a sudden, I looked at my arm, Mm -hmm. my right arm. I'm right-handed. You're Mm right-handed. My right arm, my upper arm. And I saw all these scritchy, scratchy pen marks all over my upper right arm. And I was either writing in a black or blue pen, but whatever the scratch marks were was the other, was another color pen. I got it. So, um, I remember that one well, and that one made me feel a little creepy, uh, because I didn't feel it happening on my arm, but it was just all like, you know, like, just like little scratch, like just hash marks and scratches so it wasn't wasn't zigzag it was like pokes and slashes and dashes yes just like it wasn't a haphazard like as if it was a little toddler Mm. just scribbling Mm. anything Mm -hmm. right so that's what was on my upper arm so i remember that 
Now, did anybody see that on your arm after, like, you know, like your brother or something? Yeah. Nothing. (laughs) Did you tell them how it happened? Yes. And what did they say? Well, I don't remember it being any of any concern of anyone's. It was just like, oh, oh, wow, that happened. That's it. You know, um, (laughs) yeah. And so, wow. You know, no. So, but did you feel okay? Scared? That one I felt scared. That one I felt scared. Did you? Did you? Did you feel like you were not being heard by your family members because you were scared and you were like, "Look, what happened? I'm scared." And they were like, "Well, I think I didn't. I don't think I was saying it like, look at what happened. I'm scared." If they were sensitive enough, they might have known that, oh, she's scared. Mm. But I was like, look at what happened. Can you believe what happened? Mm. It was mo- coming okay. more from that space. And they were like, versus yes, like, I can. Versus like do something about it. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because again, this is coming off of all these other things that have happened right. in that house. This is the same family that right? lives with right. all these kitchen things. faucets that just turn on. Yeah. Mm. Um, Man. Should I say another one from that house? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm just amazed at, like, so, the different upbringings that we had. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. So this other one, this other thing that happened, I was, I had my own bedroom, of course, but there was this large room in the house that had those Japanese sliding doors. Okay. Really nice view out. Um, all the whole backside was all windows in this one room and there was a bed in there. Like if people came to visit, they could sleep there. And I remember I was taking a nap in that room instead of in my room because it was cooler because it had Mm. all that whole wall of windows. I was taking a nap and I was facing the wall. And then when I woke up and turned around to face the rest of the room, I remember seeing a man, an African-American man, Okay. Oh, okay. an older man. Okay, because he had like peppered hair. Mm-hmm. Um, lying on like a a gurney or a hospital bed. Oh my god, type thing, and he had a wrist like identification on his wrist, and I remember seeing that and trying to hold my gaze steady because I felt like it was going to go away. Okay, so I was trying to focus in on his wristband to see what his name was because mm-hmm. I I thought, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to research who this person is. Okay, yes, yes. So I just was trying to focus in and I couldn't see the uh, the name part of the wristband. Mm. And then, so as I was focusing more and more and more, he just disappeared. Wow. So I thought that was really interesting. And I would imagine it, what's kind of neat too is that, you know, I guess life happens and then you just don't care about these things later but it would have been great to research if the home was um like not an old folks home but maybe took care of people mm-hmm. yeah uh, right although he did have a wristband like a identifying like, he was like a, hospital. In a hospital right so i don't know about i don't know mm. about that piece but maybe that man lived in the house mm-hmm. at some point right i don't know right um yeah so that It would just, be neat, though, to know who he who he was. But and the hippie all, man. 
Oh, and the hippie man. Yes. So I think all of this stuff, though, I will I will say that there have just been a handful of times where I've really felt scared, mm. you know. Mm. So even though these things sound maybe kind of scary, for the most part, they didn't feel scary. Mm. And um, it just felt like, hey, I'm uh, like tapping into kind of, a different yeah. and uh, I, dimension of like life. There, like there was a time where like something that was really scary to me, which probably I'll share two really scary things to me, scary to me. Okay. Okay. And so much of it has to do with maybe not what I'm seeing, like in these stories I've already shared, but the feeling. And I think right. that's the thing you pay attention to. Like, yes, I how agree. Does it feel versus what you're actually seeing. Exactly. Exactly. I think the whole, like what you're seeing thing, if you focus on that, that's coming from a very, uh, that's a different place. It's like conventional scientific, rational yes, kind of yes. thing. Like what's the data? But right. that view, but I think that view overlooks and misses the point that what you're feeling is also data. Yes, yes. No. So, okay, last two. They're okay. also very quick. Okay. <laughs> I was working at this boutique that I loved. I just loved this boutique um, in California. Mm. And I was opening the store. So I was there by myself and it's dark in the store. Um, I believe it was like fall or winter, so it was a little darker than normal. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I had all the lights off still, and I was just organizing the racks. And I remember this crazy sensation of this entity. So in this one, I didn't see anything. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is another example of you can't just judge what you're seeing. Because in this one, I didn't see anything, yet it was one of my most scary mm -hmm. feelings. Mm -hmm. I The sensation was something ran right up to me in my face like it just I felt it I just felt and then they hard stopped right before me so it happened with like high velocity yes energy like here. I felt just the rush of someone just rushing to me mm -hmm. and getting up it's it's as if they were challenging me it felt like they got right up in my face mm, trying to intimidate you yes that was the mm. feeling you know and I felt so scared I remember um I turned on all the lights I turned on the music already I, I did all of that and then I called the owner and I said like you know it's so scary here it's like someone needs to come in you know sooner mm -hmm. um and it never happened was, after that. But, but was the owner uh, kind of open to... Oh, yeah. Like she and her... Yeah, yeah. I think she, I think she, um, she was the one who came in and then she burned sage mm. to help clear the space. Mm. But um, so that was really scary to me. And then the second really scary time for me was um, also in California. I had moved into an apartment in like Westwood, uh, Westwood area. And it was an older apartment building, but, um, it's a nice apartment, you know, mm -hmm. but it was, it had an older history. Mm -hmm. And I remember waking up one morning and going to the kitchen mm -hmm. and seeing Above, you know how sometimes, depending on how you, how the kitchen is built, above the cabinets, there's space 
between the top of the cabinet and the ceiling, right? Right. Yes. Right. So sometimes yeah. you can put decorative stuff or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of that situation where there was a space up there. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing oh, a creepy, scraggly woman. Jeez. Very like thin and frail oh. and creepy looking in a tattered like night dress. Oh. Up scrunched scrunching herself in that small space oh my god that freaked me out okay that was scary that was seeing i was seeing something scary and it felt scary so was she looking at you was she facing the wall was she facing she was looking at me oh my god so oh my god that was another moment of calling some sage but anyways how about we end on this let's end on this okay so if you want more scary <laughs> for this Halloween season, mm-hmm. I would say if you're into a series, you must watch on Netflix the series Marianne. There are eight episodes to it, and um, there are subtitles. Okay, so you have to be... It's French. So just, yeah, so just kind of like, you know, get into it. If, if, <laughs> if you don't like subtitles, give it a chance, though. That has been one of the scariest series I've seen in a very long time. And if you want just a movie because you can't devote to a series, then again, like last year, I say that still the most scary movie I have seen is still Hereditary. Okay, so that is still the one if you're looking for a movie Wait, are both and want the- closure. Okay, so I know the Marianne one is like, that's a Netflix production. Mm-hmm. Hereditary is, is a movie, so I believe you can see it now. Is that also a now. Netflix production, though? No, it's oh, not. Oh, okay. okay. I think you can see Hereditary now on Hulu, and I think you can also see it on Netflix. Okay. So you have to you have to check on that piece. Um, if you want a classic oldie but goodie, Exorcist is always there for you, <laughs> and The Omen. There for okay. you. There for you. <laughs> it's there for you. That's it. Did Thank we you need for joining nice, us. Like something nice to like feel good. Like ghost singing. <laughs> Happy Halloween. That's the Campbell Soup um song. It is? Yeah. That's what? the Campbell Soup what? jingle. It is. You have the ear. Anyways. I mean it's a different different key. But anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. But it's so the same funny. interval. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so reminder that we have for you a guided experience called the oh, wake-up yes, call of your soul. If you feel, and you know, you know you if, if you need a wake-up call or not, right, in your soul. So if you feel like you could use that, please go to cnntoast.com. You'll see a free resource there. Use it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. wake up and do not forget that we're all in this together we're on this journey together yep and we are so grateful for all of you it's an honor to be on the journey together yes. with you yes and it's all about progress and not perfection yes so let's keep on keeping on okay so until next time this is sienna and this is toast inviting you to come on and come and live your love story
If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.